Come now, my darlings, and step back in time with me for a spell. Back to when the wild things, they were not for sale. And what was sacred had not yet been forgotten before our minds became clouded and filled with rocks. There was one, at least one in each and every clan. Hi everybody, I am Lady Stars and Fire. You are listening to Otherland Dreams and I'm here with Hill Hippie. Hello! <laughs> he always makes me laugh when he does. <laughs> so anyway, how are you doing today? How um, are you doing? How am I how have I been doing? Is that what you're trying to ask? <laughs> yeah, apparently I need to learn to speak English. <laughs> well, so does a good large portion of the populace here in the United States. But let's not go into that. <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing great. It is Hell Happy's birthday. Yay! Oh, it means I'm older. Oh wait, yeah. I, I forgot. When I turned 40 last year, I uh, started counting my birthdays again. After I turned 25, it was, you know, I got my, you know, reduction in price for ins- car insurance and shit. I was like, okay, I got nothing else to look forward to. And then when I turned 40, I'm like, hell, shit. I'm I'm beating odds here if I was in the primal days. So, I every Trip around the sun is a, a, something to celebrate, so you're, I have been. Yeah, you're so, we are definitely the opposite, because at 40, I was like, yeah, I don't care anymore. I was like, I'm 40-something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that, that's all we need to know, 40-something. Like, <laughs> yeah, when I turned 30, it was one of those days where I was like, I was not looking forward to it. Then I was working by the last day that I was 29, and I got off work and got fucked up. Beyond recognition, I woke up the next morning. I was just like, oh, you know what I feel? You know how I feel? No fucking different. <laughs> so I guess if I can make it to a certain point, then you know, just start celebrating the fact that I'm still alive. All right, I'll do that. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Well, you should be celebrating that you're alive anyway. Oh, but yes, I get it. I'm just giving you shit. So yeah, anyway, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, it never works, but I'm gonna try. <laughs> you can try until you're blue in the face. <laughs> All right. So before I really get into tonight, I mean, th- this week there's a lot of stuff going on. Anyway, this week, I mean, you've got the new moon taking place in Aquarius. If you're Chinese or you live in China or any of that, it's the Chinese New Year on the fifth. <laughs> And it's going to be the year of the pig. I don't really know anything about that. Oh. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it means this year's going to be some good eating. Oh, God. <laughs> I really don't know anything about the year of the pig. I mean, I, I just did, I, saw that. No, I know nothing about that, but I know pork is my favorite meat. <laughs> well, pork is good. So that, that's what I'm taking from that. It's going to be a year of some good fucking eating. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be a, uh, like a year of fortune and prosperity or something, but I don't remember because I don't don't hold me into any of that. I don't really know. I haven't read much on it. Okay, I'm gonna go a little dirty here. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe I should I should <laughs> date somebody from the year of the pig. It makes for good eating. 
Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) But I digress. Now I'm going to shut you up. (laughs) But, and we wanted to do the show tonight on M Bulk. Hey, you got it right. I I kind of was hoping that I was going to get it right. I was afraid that you were going to come back and be like, no, you said it wrong. (laughs) Well, I was hoping you'd pick it up as we had our conversation before the show started, how I kept throwing the word out there. Well, no, I did look it up to make sure that I was saying it correct, but there's actually two ways of saying it, and there's another name for it. Which is? Uh, Now I got to go all the way back here. Oh, if you ain't prepared for it. I am, but okay, it's uh, this one I don't know how to pronounce. O-I-M-E-L-C. O-I-M-E-L-C. What did you say? Oimlik. Yeah, that doesn't sound Gaelic at all. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's another way of pronouncing it that I, from the stuff that I was looking up. And it actually says that the meaning for it under that term is milk of ooze. Omlak is how it's pronounced. Okay. It's ewe's milk. Ewe's I said use you, as in you, baby sheep. You I'm not drinking any used milk. <laughs> Where would you get used milk? I was just like, what? I mean, it feels like you're pulling that out of a a pecker somewhere. Uh, Nothing about used no. milk sounds yeah enticing at all. No, no not no, one bit. Not at all. Yeah, so forget Omlak. The. Um, <laughs> Another uh, word or phrase, I guess, would be the better way of putting it, that comes from the uh, the Gaelic language that is a possible origin and it seems to be the one that's most commonly referred to is emblog. Yes, I looked that one up. That's what I figured you'd correct me to. Uh, no, I don't have to. And it means <laughs> in the belly. Yes, in the belly and in the beginning. So, beginning uh, of spring. So I guess it w- if we put the two together, it's omelac imblog, <laughs> use milk in the belly. Uh. <laughs> this sounds like a recipe for a, a stomach ache and some really raunchy farts. <laughs> We're talking like level nines here, some fucking hot garbage. Oh, God. That's all I need is the two of you going on about Hot garbage. <laughs> Hot garbage. But, yes, it, its meaning is, you know, in the belly. It's it's about, you know, the beginning, the beginning of spring, stirring of the new life. It's considered the quickening of the year. So, it's- Connor McLeod won? <laughs> oh, wait, no, he never did win, did he? No, he Damn. didn't. <laughs> Ever. Mm. I'm so let down by those movies. <laughs> That's so long ago. Those movies are. That's what she said? No. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> kind of was. <laughs> she was disappointed. All right. Um, so let me find out. It's, it's speaking to us, the... Uh, the holiday in general is about, you know, the pregnancy that is expected of, you know, everything of the returning of Mother Earth and all of her all of her fertility, more or less coming back. Am I wrong? I see a look on your face. I'm just trying to figure out why you started there and where you're go- uh, where you're going with this. So please continue. No, I was saying this is what it is 
is about is the pregnancy is it's the rebirthing of spring rebirthing of everything coming back and the ending of winter the holiday is about um where is it it's about more or less where winter started and it's coming into the summer it's the midpoint i'm gonna get you a headset mic mic, mic that moves with you as you swivel with the chair <laughs> I know. I've made multiple comments about that. I know. Yeah. He does. He does. He says it all the time. I'm 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 not a still person. It wouldn't be so bad if you didn't sit back every time you started to swivel. Because you'll lean in and then you'll sit back and then you'll swivel. Okay, this is the thing. <laughs> okay, this is the thing. See, I swivel because I, my whole life, I, I rocked. I sat back and forth like I sit in a chair and I talk to people and I rock back and forth. I even did it as a baby. I used to sit in the crib and I would rock myself until I hit my head and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so much more makes sense. <laughs> so I don't sit still. So now that I can't rock so back so and forth while I talk to you, I'm going to go back to my original statement. <laughs> I'm getting you a headset mic. So what you're saying is you, your parents didn't drop you. You dropped yourself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did. I did this all to myself. Nobody helped me. <laughs> I screwed myself up all on my own. <laughs> okay. Um, go ahead. Otherwise, I'm going to jump sorry, in here. I'm sorry. Jump in because now I'm laughing. <laughs> all right. So uh, Block is one of the four main Celtic festivals of the year on the, uh, the Wheel of the Year. It's also one of the four major fire festivals. Uh, in Christianity, it is known as Candlemas. Uh, in uh, the Celtic uh, belief, it was the festival of Bridget, or the goddess Bridget, uh, held uh, on either the 1st or 2nd of February of the norm, uh, Northern Hemisphere, or in the Southern Hemisphere in August or... Uh, August 1st or 2nd, depending if, you know, let's face it, the original Celts weren't in the Southern Hemisphere, so if you're a, a Wiccan in the Southern Hemisphere, that's when you do your celebration of Imbloch. Um, the festival of Bridget, who was a triple goddess, who had many different things that she sought over, you know, fire, home, hearth, protection. She was actually over blacksmithing because of her connection with fire. Childbirthing, uh, fertility, livestock, with that renewal, the imblock, uh, imblog, I'm sorry, in the belly mm-hmm. type connection. In Christianity, there was St. Bridget, which still makes me wonder which one came first. And I gotta say, it was the goddess Bridget. And in, ironically, in the voodoo faith, there is a reference to the same goddess or saint. Maman Brigitte. Go with it. I'm happy you get it. Uh, she <laughs> is uh, in all three of these faiths. She's very connected to the earth, to the spring, to renewal. And the reason why this festival is held, particularly on February 1st or 2nd in the Northern Hemisphere, or August 1st or 2nd in the Southern Hemisphere, is because it's connected, it's supposed to be in between the solstice and the equinox. Right dead in the center. I'm sorry. I didn't know that you were stopping. <laughs> I thought you were still going on. Um, there, See, she's very much known for giving away everything. And I mean... That's how she got pregnant. 
Well, that too. But, <laughs> but I mean, I don't want to necessarily follow the story that I came upon on Bridget because it's it's coming just from a Catholic point of view. But what I'm getting from it, if you take those parts out of it, is more or less she was just very much a person who would give and give and give. I mean, she would give to anybody and she would give stuff that wasn't hers. <laughs> she was happy to give away anything to anybody that needed it. <laughs> Period. And I'm not talking about sex. <laughs> I'm saying she was she I mean, she she was always giving and being helpful and it had a lot to do with what also helped give her her sainthood as far as the Catholics go. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, so that's basically how she ended up in the Catholic religion is because she was giving away always. I mean, in fact, she was trying to be sold. They were trying to sell her to, I don't even remember, but they were trying to sell her. And the king is the one who saw that she was such a giving person and he and uh, he Which unslaved king? her. Oh, crap. So you threw me off when you just stopped talking. <laughs> <laughs> Unking, uh, unslaved her. You mean freed? Yes, freed her. I'm sorry. Like I said, you threw me off when you were just like, la, 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 and nothing. Yeah, I do that to you all the time, but that, still. Um, da, 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 now I can't find it. All right. Uh, while she's doing that research, uh, there is another connection to a different Celtic god or goddess in this particular case that also is involved with Imblock and this time of year, and it's got a connection to another major holiday that we actually celebrate to this day. Kalidge was a Celtic goddess, the old hag. She collected wood in the winter specifically on Imblock, and she did this to keep winter going on. She wanted winter to continue, but she could only come out when the sun was out on Imblock. If the day was dreary... It was overcast. It was raining. She could not come out. And she came out to collect this wood from people's hearths with the intent of keeping winter to continue to make it go on longer. So if the M-block days are sunny, she could come out. But if they were not, she couldn't. Does that sound familiar to anyone? Founders Day? Yes. <laughs> Founders Day. I love it. Somebody picked it up on it. I was throwing some subtext in there that was pretty deep. I'm sorry. I'm still looking for, I can't find the king's name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, it's really not that important. No, but I was like, it was right there, but it doesn't matter. I, mean, <laughs> I wish we had Bill Murray to tell that story to. That would be, yes. We'd have to tell it six times. Or 67 times. You know, I watched a video theory on that saying that he might have been in that loop for like a thousand years. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert at something. Uh-huh. And he learned how to play the piano. Mm-hmm. He learned, what else? He Ice sculpting? Yes. Um, what else? There was a handful of I mean, things. there was a lot of skills. And it just went so by, uh, went by so fast in just like a minute and a half musical montage. My favorite scene in that whole movie, when he stuffs the whole donut in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I work with a guy that does that on the daily. 
All right. So is there anything else you want to say? I'll just start getting into some other things that will go into this. Okay. Um, different symbols that will represent the holiday in general. They consider snowdrops to be uh, the first gift of spring and the uh, bleakness of winter. People will use snowdrops as a symbol for this time. Um, they use swans, the flame, like you were saying, as candle mass, Bridget's cross, mm -hmm. um, Bridget's dolls. Uh what was the, uh, I, I feel like you're just blazing through that there. The Bridget's Cross, expand upon that and uh, let our The reason why know. I didn't is because I put it on Facebook already. It has, because I'm not even going to try to explain how to make it on the air. Right. No, no, we're not going into how to make it, but like what it was traditionally made out of and what could, uh, if you don't have access to that particular plant, let's face it, not everyone, not everyone lives near that particular type of ecosystem that produces this particular plant and if you have children something you can do at home if you want to celebrate in block and create the bridges cross if you're not ready i am no go ahead it's uh traditionally made out of reeds yeah see but spirit keeps telling me it's hay even though reeds is what's right but i don't know why i keep getting hay you thinking about a horse no it's i can taste it Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what you had for dinner. Maybe Spirit's not talking about hay, but Spirit's just saying, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 the it's the straw taste. Maybe that's, I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> oh, you're fine. <laughs> you're absolutely fine. And I feel like we're picking on you. We really aren't. No, no, really. I'm fine with it. I mean, before I even came over here, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to shut up. I'm not even going to go in there because you're going to turn it. You will start picking on me then. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, with the different, because uh, there's like six, seven, nine different colors that can be uh, connected to M-Block, depending on what your particular reasoning for celebrating is. Uh, if you don't have access to reeds or you want to do something cheap and easy to make an M uh, a Bridges Cross with... The I was cleaning my damn screen. It's vibrating the whole thing. Sorry. He's all over the place. <laughs> was that important? I was trying to make an emphasis. He's impacting so hard, the ground's shaking. I can't believe you can just sub calmly through an earthquake. Like that. I'm just that connected to earth. I'm that rooted. He's well Thank grounded. <laughs> but um, you can make it out of uh, fuzzy pipe cleaners with the different colors for... Uh, in block depending on what you're looking for such as uh, if you're wanting to go with the the Bridget energy or the fire energy uh, yellows oranges and reds or uh, new beginnings new growth uh, purification you can go with whites to represent the purity uh, pale greens pale purples and pale yellows to represent the flowers of the new growth it was also con it was considered the tra traditional fire wheel it was also considered to be of protection and a symbol for the home mm -hmm. that they kept on the door. Uh, and but, it would, they would keep it there until the next in block where they would create the new one. Right. And, and one of the things that they would do at this time of the year for way back in the day, we don't really necessarily do it so much anymore, is, is they would take their Yule trees out and they would burn them. Right. Um but and if uh, you want more information on the burning of the Yule log slash Yule tree, please see our episode from season one 
entitled Yule. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I went back and I put on other Lynn Dreams on Facebook, you know, how to create Bridges Cross. And, and it walks you right through it. And I'll go and find more and put on there, too. But I wasn't even going to try to explain all that. So that's why I blew right through it. Ah. Same with the Bridges dolls. I'm not going to even try to explain them. I'm just now, this is something I kind of glossed over in my uh, my researches here, and I'm rather upset with myself for this, but uh, do you have anything on the acorn ones? Uh, no, not directly. I did see um, when I was going through it that more or less they would take the fires from when they would burn the uh, yule logs and the, and the yule trees, and afterward they would go back through them and look for what would be considered, you know, they, they would look for, you know, special scryings that would help admit that those were going to be like wands. It would, it was like a, it was like a blessing to it. Okay. I, it sounds like something completely different than what I was asking about. Acorn, yule log usually made from pine. Yeah, but they, it was said that the older women of the villages, or so so to speak, would go back through the fires after the fires were out the next day. And then they would go back through because they were making the wands for the dolls. Because mm -hmm. this is when you came up with the, with the information on the dolls. Right. Am I completely wrong? Are we no, just you're hearing right. completely different stories? No, no, no. And it just brings to mind something that I was wanting to say uh, towards the end of the episode, but I want to put it now. Inblock has so many different, uh, how do I put this, uh, eloquently? Oh, wait, I can't. All right, there's so much shit that goes along with it that we can't cover everything that's involved in Inblock on this entire, in just oh, this one yeah. hour show. So, like, like I said, I figured that, uh, Lady Stars and Fire was going to hit what I missed with, like, the, the acorn ones. Apparently, I missed on that one. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Devin struck out. But <laughs> it's just what happens. There's just so much there. I mean, I, the videos I've watched last night and today and writing down the notes that I've written down, I still feel like I only covered 33% of it. To be honest, half of the shows that we do are like that. Well, yeah, but. Or most of the that's shows because are like we that. banter too much. Well, it, but that's what we're doing now, too. I mean, it, it's just, you don't even have an entire hour because we get into, you know, what you do with the solar ham and mm -hmm. ham and then, Haim. I know, and, and then my astrology. And so we give you an, we give you a just of it. I mean, I would prefer us to give you, you know, more detailed, but at the same time, we don't want to be like every other podcast that's just dull and talking and talking and talking. Right. We want to at least have fun with you while we're doing the show. So, yeah, we're not going to be able to touch base on everything 100% and be so perfect about it. But we probably will go over stuff over and over again. Oh, of anyway. course. Think about what the Block show is going to be in season three or four or 12. I mean. Right. I mean, and plus, I mean. I don't typically try to act like I'm selling on the show. Oh, sorry, I got an itch. But um, uh, but I mean, you there. If it comes to certain things, like you know, like 
I, I do readings, I do astrology, I do so much different stuff. I do the shamanic work. So, I mean, you could always contact me at ladystarsandfire.com, too, if you have questions. If, I mean, or, or you could, you know, contact him on his email. What is it? Hillhippie, H-I-L-L-H-I-P-P-I-E at fxbgpr.com. Exactly. So if you have more questions about it, or like even with shows, I mean, if you want us to do a show, please just contact us. I mean, we may not touch a base on everything 100%, just like with when I was doing the candle, you know, magic and flame magic the other day. There's so much that it's left out. But for a, for an hour show, which half of it isn't, I mean, we have a quarter of it, at least is other stuff. You're not going to miss stuff. That's just all there is to it. Oh, yeah. So, I'm sorry, but we're, we're doing the best we can with what we have. <laughs> no, I wasn't even going for that because, you know, the people, our listeners know what we do. They know that we're we're giving the information that we can. We give the, the comedy. We give the banter. But what I'm saying is, even with that, it would take six, seven hours to go into everything that's involved with just this one festival because it is so yeah, ingrained. There's so much And to there. cover every aspect, like the... Uh, the maman, uh, the maman Bridget from the voodoo practices, literally that's all I wrote down from that because I know nothing about voodoo. I didn't want to do any disrespect to any of our listeners that may practice voodoo or know anything about voodoo and come out sounding like I'm a fucking moron. Uh, I'm trying to keep that fact hidden. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why that's all i wrote down about that i'm going to stick to what little bit i do know and trying to research on it is I guess there's just so much there that you know maybe in future episodes if we can touch more upon it but anyway but we didn't want to spend like the whole month just doing the show of this show you know, over and over again to get it to it all so you can't get to all, everything all at once you just can't Anything else you want to say before I move on? No. <laughs> okay. So another one, uh, another symbol, uh, symbolic meaning at this time of year for in bulk is also the serpent. Um, it has to do with the serpent coming out of hibernation and rising up again and returning to the earth. So they look forward to this. And then you also have the willow tree, which represents... You know, um, it, it represents, for one, it's just a magical tree, period. I mean, it's one of the most magical of trees. But it speaks to us also of shape-shifting and the consciousness of the emotional symbolisms of feminine energy along with the lunar cycles. So it works with this and being flexible of expressing its movement through the changes of life in general. So this is why Willow is also represented in it. Now, if I get out of that, hold on, wait, no, no, no. Um, uh, I've also heard that the uh, the Rowan tree is associated with Imbolc. Yes, it is. I had completely overlooked it. I just now realized that I did, but it did. Do you know how? No, I didn't get. I was trying to cover as many bases as I could without mm -hmm. going too deep into too much. Like maybe like future episodes we can go into that. But. Exactly. Um, decorations that would be considered people would use at this time would be acorns, besoms, um, bridges, cross, the candles, corn dollies, horseshoes, sheep, snowflakes, sun, sheep, sheep. Yeah, I, I, oh, what sheep? Sheep. You're gonna decorate your house with sheep. 
Hey, hey, hey. That has to do with that has to do with bring the sheep in from the backyard. Let's bring bring him in the living room. It'll make a great decoration. It goes with the festival of the beginning of the lambing, and it also speaks to you of milk cheese. Just what I pulled up. (laughs) I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Isn't there a uh, a baby formula named Similac or something like that? Yeah. Hmm. Simulac, simulated lack, simulated milk. So I guess Om is you? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Foods would be poppy, pumpkin, sunflower seeds, bread, bread pudding, and raisins. Um, Dairy, egg dishes, pork dishes, scones, muffins, peppers, olives, uh, garlic, olives, Oh, onions and olives, sorry. Um, apple cider and spiced white wine and herbal teas were considered part of it all along with, uh, no, it's the same thing. It would also, you would have your, uh, it speaks to us in general of purity, of growth and renewal, re- re- reunion of the god goddesses or the gods, the sun, fertility, um, And it takes us back to the candle wheel after that. So let me jump to my other part. You got anything you want to say before I jump in? I was going to ask what the candle wheel was. Yeah, I don't know. That's all I came across. It probably is just has to do with the actual wheel of the year. Okay, that makes sense. Um, you can, um, a good thing to do at this time of the year to help with rituals would be to start to plan your garden to light red candles. Um, another way is just, just go out and search for signs of spring. People will also use a cinnamon in their magic at this point. Uh, you want to also use white candles in your magic at this point for the purity. The red would be for uh, passion, but it would also be for protection. And for the fire. Yes. Um, You want to bless your uh, plants. You also want to, uh, I'm going to say it wrong. I can never pronounce it properly. The tools you use for like the ground, which are like towing. Tilling? Agriculture? Agricultural. Yeah, tools. But it never comes out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm like, I live and uh, it just never does. Um, hey, uh, EK, hit me the phrasing button real quick. Wait, 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 wait. Where is it? Phrasing! It never comes out of your mouth? No. Gentlemen, that sounds like a keeper to me. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> All right. You're supposed to clean your space and sage. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore that. <laughs> you know, it's a good time for cleaning the space around the house and saging um, so that you are also, you know, helping to make sure that you've cleaned everything around more or less and bring in the light back to your life by cleansing the area. Is he? I'm sorry. I'm waiting for some other smart ass comment to come out of his mouth. Come, come on. I don't think <laughs> like, I can beat that one. I, I it's know, hard. but I think that it's, was, it's just the look on your face, I, so I'm going to great. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to get back into you know doing my side of the uh, 
the business here. You want to burn your worries away with uh, your magic, so to speak. At this time, it would be a good time, you know, like when people use rituals for like the full moon and why not when when they start to release and let go it would be a good time for that as well so that you are you're burning your worries away you don't keep them with you anymore you're you're releasing them and let me see let me see let me see i think i'm done with that area then you have um your crystals that you could use at this time which um are amethyst bloodstone garnet Ruby, onyx, and turquoise. Tortoise shell is what was trying to come out of my mouth. And I was like, that's not right. And then, like he was saying earlier, Hill Huppy was saying earlier, the colors that go with this time is pink, white, red, yellow, light blue, and light green. However, some people will still use just blue or green instead of light blue or green. You have your herbs right now, which is bay, basil, benzoin. Benzoin is also used as an incense at this time. So is vanilla. Um, rosemary. You can use angelica uh, and myrrh as well. As well as cinnamon, violet. And I'm seeing if there's any other ones that I missed here. Heather. Uh, and any little white flowers. As well as blackberries are known to go with it. I've been posting most of this stuff on other Lynn Dreams. And I will go back and post more. Uh, I did post it. I, did, I didn't copy it down for the show. I don't know why I didn't. But um, I don't know if I put it on Shamanic Gateways. Or, or if I put it on other Lynn Dreams. If I put it on Shamanic Gateways, I'll put it over to other Lynn Dreams. It was a Druid uh, incense that you could make and it told you exactly how much you needed of every single part. And then they tell you if you wanted to do it for in the house, you cut it in half because it was for an outdoor for, you know, like in bonfires and stuff, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then so you'd cut it down to half of that if you wanted to burn it in the house. And I mean, it had cayenne pepper and stuff in it too. So they were telling you right down to so you don't sneeze. <laughs> How about burn your eyes? <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'll make sure to go back and repost that one. I just, I didn't think about putting it in my list for tonight. But um, you also have your animals that are represented at this time, which is the bear, which is deer, groundhog, lamb, and sheep. But um, you will also see the eagle, the hawk, and uh, the dragon is also represented, as well as the snake and the wolf. And I'm not sure how the wolf necessarily is, but it's in the listings of stuff that I have. Anything else you want to say while I find out where I left off? Mm. Uh, one thing I wanted to notice, uh, mention, you mentioned the herb of uh, blackberry. Uh, other herbs that I've listed, because uh, blackberry was more associated with the Bridget energy, mm -hmm. and uh, coldsfoot was also associated with uh, the Bridget energy. And as far as this, the general, <coughs> excuse me. And the general energy for uh, the new beginnings or just in bulk <clears throat> was uh, some of the herbs that could be used was bay, basil, ginger, angelica, and heather. Yeah. And, uh, some of the uh, the base incenses for loose leaf incense that I come across were uh, frankincense, myrrh, rosemary, cinnamon, bay, and basil. Uh, crystals that could be used to help celebrate were uh, for that 
uh, fire energy were sunstone and citrine. Uh, and with the New Beginnings energy was amethyst, aquamarine, amazonite, uh, fuchsite, and turquoise. And that's where I stopped. Cool. I did not know amazonite is how I've always pronounced it. That's probably the right way that I was literally just writing in a frenzy, and that's what came out was amazonite. No, and that's fine. Is when I because I was like, wait. Because I got confused on how I always pronounce it versus what you oh, no. just said. Oh, no, no. When I'm in a hurry, I know I will make uh, phonetic mistakes like that. And I will more than happy call myself on it because I've called you <laughs> on it more than enough. So I'm not going to be that type of jackass. It's like, no, that's the way it is. Even though it's not. <laughs> well, we all screw up. We all make mistakes. That's, ha, that's... you got to see one. Yeah, I did. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> And it was on air. <laughs> okay, but I'm not going to rub it in. Yeah, you are. But for a second. <laughs> okay, uh, other gods that also have been represented at this time of the year that he was not speaking of is Pan, Osiris, Cronus. Cronus. I knew I was saying it wrong. Um, Gaia and Venus and Persephone was also considered part of it. Uh, is there anybody else here that I'm missing? No, not under the list of what I had. My, that's pretty much what I have. Is there anything else you want to discuss before we jump into Solarheim? What? You're just telling me. The yeah, I'm trying to finish something. Oh, I'm sorry. I did not know. <laughs> the way he threw his hand up at me. So yeah, that means. Okay, 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 Roll I'm on. trying to find something so that I can discuss it. All right, I got it now. <laughs> I completed it. So, uh, <clears throat> I can do filler. Go. Hi, dear. So, <laughs> for Christmas, Hill Hippie got me a dream catcher. A, uh, he didn't get you it. It's not I, quite a dream catcher. It's not even a dream catcher. It looks like a dream catcher. But he didn't get you it. He made it for you. Did he make it? Did you make it? Yes. No kidding? It. You know the skull that's been out in the yard? Really? That's that skull. I you had just no now idea this? that that was actually made by you. That yeah. makes it so much better. Yeah. Yes, it's very cool. So I hung this thing thinking it was a dream catcher. What is it if it's not a dream catcher? It's a, um, I don't want to call it a medicine wheel because that's inaccurate. It's based off that kind of design. It's a uh, protection wheel. It's got uh, citrine stones running the uh, from laterally and horizontally. Um, laterally and horizontally is the same thing. Uh, vertically and horizontally, and those are to bring in uh, protecting energy, positive energy, and that uh, possum skull. Especially considering the circumstances around how it's passed away here in the yard, it's got a very home protection to the house. But based Being on the way possum it's put on together, top of it, huh? Being what it is on top of it brings a whole nother energy, right? Also because it's a possum, mm -hmm. right? Gotcha. Well, I didn't know any of that. I thought it was Dreamcatcher, and uh, <laughs> that kind of makes my following statement make a little less sense. <laughs> um, I've been having these crazy dreams, and not like not like nightmares or anything. Just, no, just like, it actually makes a lot of sense. Just yes, these it does. really like wild, out there dreams, supernatural Where stuff do you going hang on. It? It's over my bed. Okay. Um, and uh, normally, I don't dream. I don't. I don't ever remember my dreams. 
Um, but here lately, since past week, I've hung, hung it up. Um, yeah, stuff has been uh, has been wild. <laughs> what kind of dreams? Speak, speak. I want to know. <laughs> well, what, the one I had last night was about I was lost in this like mega mansion, and I was running from something I didn't know, but I didn't feel fear. I was just running from something that I knew I needed to get away from. Um, and eventually, it, the group of beings chasing me caught up with me, and they were vampires, and they're ripping each other apart, and I'm in the midst of it, and I'm like, I gotta get the hell out of here. Um, but, I, but I was calm the whole time, which, that, that's the weird part. I'm running from these vampires, and it's like, I know I need to get away from them, but there was no fear. It was just... It was just the confidence of I need to I need to get away from them because I'm their food and being near them doesn't make sense. But it wasn't like they're going to they're going to beat me. It was I can beat them. I just need to get away from them. And I I knew that I was going to survive. I knew that I was safe. It was very strange. There's a lot deeper of a situation going on there. Listen, don't the, get inside my head. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, what I'm more interested in, because you use the phrase vivid. How oh, absolutely. How like, vivid. So when you have dreams that are, in my opinion, when you have it, of, uh, like when I use the word vivid to describe a dream, it's, it's like if it weren't for waking up, I would have thought it was reality no matter how strange it got. Yep. Uh-huh. Like those vampires were real. You could that, almost smell. Yes. Yeah. The, I could smell the blood when they were ripping each other apart, like yep. trying to get at me. Um, it was very like you vivid. could taste the stress in the air. Yeah, it was in, insanely vivid, and I normally don't dream, so that was very weird for me. That was your way of working some shit out in your head with spirits out <laughs> in, in a form. That's exactly what that was. But also because of the amount of protection that is imbued into the particular object is where that sense of calm come from. Mm-hmm. I wasn't afraid. That's the weird thing. Oh, no, thing. it's a protect- like, It's a protection device. A dream like that, I know I should have been afraid, and I feel like a normal dream like that, I'd have woken up like, oh, my God, I just got. Eat- I just almost got eaten by vampires. <laughs> um, but, but with the energy that's going on right now, too, I'm not surprised that what you normally don't do, you do do. I mean, like, dream. You said doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> you do-do. You do-do. Um, yeah. But that, everybody that, doo-doos. That also is strange for me, to, to, to recall my dreams and to have such a vivid recollection of my dreams, that none of that's normal. Well, that's what I'm saying. With the energy and stuff that's going on, plus with what you just hung because he gave it to you, together has kind of just helped bring it up out of you. So you're resolving some issues that you just don't realize you're resolving in your own way. Is there anything else you want to say about that? I reserve that for all fair. Yeah, no. I'm just saying. Seems like he's resolved. I'm not trying to put his... He he knows all the bloodsuckers in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to start naming names. Well, no, I wasn't going there at all. I was just saying your head was working out some shit, more or less. And leave it at that. (laughs) But other than that, are you ready? Yep. Sweet. Maybe he's not. Oh, I am. Prepared to, uh, my computer was just moving slow because again it the timing just keeps jumping around. It was 10:42 on here tw- 12 minutes ago and now it's 10:09. This thing's about to die. Uh, 
prepared jointly by the U.S. Department of Commerce, NOAA and the Weather, uh, Space Weather Prediction Center updated 2019 January 30th at 0030 UTC, the 24-hour summary. Solar activity reached low levels due to a C1 flare at 29-1034 UTC, a C2 flare at 29-2129 UTC from region 2733, and I'm not going to give you the coordinates because nobody's going to know what the fuck that even means, a <laughs> period of frequent B-class flares to include the isolated C1 flare occurred from 29-0500 to 1800 UTC, time codes. Despite the flare activity, the region continued a slow decaying trend. No Earth-directed CMEs were observed in available imagery. With that being said... Oh, on, you piece of... Oh, it helps if I use the right mouse button. I don't like keyboard clits. Yeah, I said it. C5.0 solar flare, anybody? Anybody want one? Uh, this minor flare, the largest in almost a year, detected around region 2733 at 1322 UTC this morning. This now active sunspot region showed signs of development during the past 24 hours and could produce additional C-class solar flares. And this was on January 26th, so three days ago, which we now know is not the case. It only gave us the, uh, the one C-class flare yeah, the one C class, one C one class flare. Get that right. Just a little tongue tied. A little bit. <laughs> and uh, the other minor flares resulting in the uh, energy output of a C two, which did not result in any geomagnetic storming because none of it was Earth directed. So again, we are in a solar minimum. There's not much going on out there. Within the next year or two, that's going to start changing. Hmm. Okay. Alrighty then. When we get into the astrology, I've been saying before, because this I wrote the astrology this week for uh, January 29th through February 4th. Now, before I really get into all the stuff that I wrote down, I've been telling everybody for a while, you know, when, when uh, Chiron moves out of... Um, Basically, I, I, I've been talking about Chiron. It's the wounded healer. It's the gatekeeper of wholeness. It's been in Pisces. It's been there for nine years. It is about to leave there on February 18th. Now, I can't express how much the next two weeks is important for you to start setting things in the right direction. Because... Everybody, all, all of your astrologers are talking to you about, you know, the next eight years of your relationships, you're resetting and you're starting over and you're, you're making changes for the next 20 years. Okay, let me, I'm going to pop you with the real truth here. The whole truth is, yes, you are setting a new direction for those next eight years and you are setting a next direction for the next 20, which will base off of that eight years of those first relationships. However, what they're not telling you is when, when Chiron leaves the universal 12th house of Pisces, and it enters that first house of Aries. It's starting a brand new cycle that is going to start 100 years. We are talking about 
Chiron, which is the wounded healer. It is the gatekeeper of wholeness. What you're not comprehending here is you're starting to make a brand new direction that is going to change the ideas and the direction of mankind in the next hundred years. And it's starting now. So for you may not necessarily notice it in your lifetime, but you are starting to set the directions of everything that's going to be changing over the next hundred years or a little bit more. And that has everything to do with Chiron's movement. Then it will be backed up with the movement that will take place the following month with Uranus as Uranus leaves Aries and jumps into Taurus. They will both take this trip over the next hundred years pretty much together. And they are redirecting everything about mankind and how we're going to start to evolve and move forward. Or, as I was saying, when we went through that eclipse, it was kind of like quicksand. So, more or less, if you're not getting your shit together and your underworld healed within the next two weeks, it's not going to get healed. And that quicksand is going to keep you from evolving with the rest of humanity that has come into the consciousness and start to move forward. And they don't make creams to help you heal your underworld. No, they don't. <laughs> so, just saying. Just, yeah, I'm just saying too. The point is, is right now, those skeletons that I keep telling everybody that's coming up out of the I closet. I got her to do it. What? What? Say, just saying. Oh. <laughs> Versus point blank. Hey, I changed it though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I didn't mean to throw you off that bad. Okay, but but I mean, so you're you're changing everything. I've been saying that these skeletons are coming up out of the closet. All of your denials and everything is going to be coming up, and over the next two weeks, they're going to definitely start hitting you under the belt if you're still in denial. So it's definitely going to be showing itself. And like I said, there's a very powerful, important situation that's starting to take place by February 18th. You want to make sure that you're not in denial, you're not lying to yourself, and that you are cleaning off these situations and bringing healing forward, or you're going to find you're just going to stay exactly where you've been for the rest of your life. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. With that being said, this week you have Venus, which is moving out of... Um, Sagitta I mean, out of Sagittarius is it's coming away from Venus. I mean, it's coming away from Jupiter and it's moving into Capricorn. Capricorn is still a loaded house right now, so it's going to be even making Capricorn's energy much more sensitive, so to speak. So Venus is moving in on Sunday. Vista is moving into Pisces, and this is part of what I'm talking about with that energy going on with a. Uh, uh, Neptune, as well as with Chiron, the wounded healer, that's Pisces energy right now. That is the universal 12th house. It's moving in on February 1st. So Vista is the home and the hearth. It is considered the soul fire. Now the soul fire is moving into Pisces where it's going to be here for about a month and it's going to be moving closer to Neptune, which is going to be really getting into those sensitive areas of what's important to you. It is the home and the hearth, the soul fire, speaking to your magical energy and what you can or can't create or will recreate from ill waters. Because like I said, home and hearth. Then you're bringing it closer to Chiron right before Chiron is moving out. Like you're down to the last Two weeks of nine years just in that sign. 
Not, not to mention that Chiron already has collected its energy from all 12 signs, and now you're in that 12th house. So you have 100 years of energy coming up in this next two weeks, okay? Because it's the home and the heart, the soul fire, backing up that Chiron energy. If you're going to get the smack, you're going to get it now. And either you got to get out of that, that quicksand or you're never going to get out of it. There is your warning as you start to move forward. The moon, though, is going to be going through Sagittarius on the 29th, the 30th, and the, and the 1st. In Sagittarius, the moon is kind of like, let me explore, let me, I call Sagittarius Indiana Jones or Tomb Raider. It, it, it wants to know, it wants the knowledge, it wants to experience, it wants to go out and it wants to try something. But it also wants a quick fun time. It doesn't necessarily want it to last. So it's, it's good for like the weekend getaway or the weekend, you know, seminar and stuff along that line. Then as the moon moves into Capricorn, it's going to be there for the first and the second. And it starts to go from being all, let me go out and experience and try and try and experience and try and learn and it starts to become more grounded more let me look at what I really have to do what is necessary is this you know helping my foundation it's also speaking to you in your outer community about what it is you're trying to build and if it's working for you or against you and you will start looking at it from that that point of view it can be very methodical at that point then um it will move into aquarius the moon will come the third and the fourth as you enter also to that full moon i mean that new moon energy where you will be preparing to start new beginnings new things uh new ideas new beginnings new uh situations in general new goals and in Aquarius, you kind of are a little bit more backed up with the rebellious of, well, I can take on anything. Damn, damn right we are. <laughs> yeah, you guys pretty much feel that way. And it's a very much a rebellious energy. And it's going to be speaking to the outer community. And this is very much a time to start to rebuild, start to, you know, redirect. And like I said, it has everything to do also with that energy that's being brought out from Chiron and resetting it. So this is a perfect time even if you're not prepared necessarily to take that leap forward, it's a perfect time to design that leap so that you can figure out how to go about doing it. But it is a perfect time to start going after it. Now, you also have Neptune this week is sextiling Saturn, which is a great thing. And it is also going to be picking up the energy from Pluto. It will be influencing it. Pluto is going to be lifting into that energy like a spiritual change. So Neptune is all about your magic. It's your creating energy. It's also spiritual in itself, soulfully for yourself. And it's coming out of things that you've learned from, mistakes that have happened in the past, and changing new rules, new walls, new boundaries, making new decisions, shifting things around, and letting go of what didn't work for you. This is a good time to take that leap forward and take this energy. You've got this energy all week. You also have... Um, you have all week, in fact, a little longer than a week. You have a T-square, though, that is going to be there. This is where you have some negative energies that come together, and if you can overcome them, it will bring you a positive energy once you learn how to overcome them. And it will be staying, this T-square will be staying there until February 13th, but it will hit its maximum on February 10th. 
uh, you have Mars, which is in Aries. Now, the thing is, is Mars is in Aries, but it is going to be getting influenced by Uranus and Eris. Uranus is independence, individuality, uniqueness, freedom. Eris is trouble, toil, and strife. So this is where I was speaking to us, you know, last week and the week before about not pointing your finger at things. You have to take your responsibility for what you did. Okay, and um, Mars is your passion, your action, your aggression, your your warrior inside, being influenced by what you need for independence, individuality, uniqueness, and freedom, and that trouble and toil and strife. It's speaking to Pluto, which is all about, you know, death, decay, and destruction for renewal, regeneration, and rebirthing within our outer community, as well as in the political arena. And our goals are uh, our goals as far as, you know, our work, our jobs, our careers. And then the North Node is having a conversation with this. So the point is, the North Node is pointing out to Mars where the warrior needs to stand and where he doesn't need to stand. And what changes have to take place and what are not taking place. But you have to make sure you're not letting ego jump in there because of that, like I said, Eris is backing up Uranus with trouble, toil, and strife. So if you're pointing fingers and saying that you can't make these changes because this happened to you, then you're going to be stuck that way and you're never going to change. <laughs> He's just, Hellheavy is like pointing at me and I'm not pointing at anybody. <laughs> but my point is exactly that. You, you have to take responsibility for yourself and allow your warrior to be the warrior that you were meant to be. You have to be able to stand up for what is right and not be doing it from ego because this is about moving forward. This is about, you know, us all shifting into a into a higher spiritual place as far as the world goes, not just you. I mean, this is happening to you in just your life, but this is about evolving and creating a more happier place for us all. So this is about, long story short, this is about bringing soul into work, into the outer community, into the politics. These are about starting to make those shifting changes. Leave Trump out of this. I'm saying it's about making the shifting changes that will help to create the world to be a better place. And the hard parts that we're going to have to go through to do that. These are those type of energies that are existing right now. Now, you also have um, your chain reactions for this week. Because like I said, that was going to be lasting up until the 13th, but it will maximize on the 10th. Now, you have your chain reactions, which is Aries and Mars and Uranus and Eris, which is also going to be speaking with Lilith. And it will be backed up by the Sun and Mercury, which is in... Aquarius, and then having a conversation with Jupiter. So this is very similar to the same energy, but this is not necessarily a bad one. This is, a, the, the best way of putting it is Lilith can be a very negative energy and she can be a very positive energy. Lilith is like the first feminist. She's, you know, nobody's going to tell me a goddamn thing that I've got to do, and that's that. She has no problem telling you exactly how she feels and letting you know all about it. That's the kind of energy Lilith is. Backed up with the sun is illumination and com 
Mercury is communication. So as long as you're not doing it from an egotistical point of view, allow your soul, your higher self to lead you in this direction as this week takes on. Because your your warrior, your inner passion, action, aggression is mixing with that independence and trying to tell you how to soulfully lead yourself forward in a proper communication with the outer world. As long as it's not coming from an egotistical point of view, you should be fine. Because Lilith is going to more than back you up with that energy and she can illuminate you in a very positive way or take it from you depending on how you use her energy. But that's pretty much it other than you have Neptune this week, which is also squaring Jupiter. So just watch how much illusion you're creating for yourself. Because so, you may find it's not true. So what you're saying is we need to lose our illusion? Meaning, if you're living in denial, you just might stay there. Oh, good, because I didn't want to listen to that Guns N' Roses album. <laughs> we love you guys, and can't wait for you to come in and visit. Not visit, but watch the show, hear the show, whatever, <laughs> next week. I'm looking at the video. That's why I said it that visit. way. Visit. <laughs> visit. We love you. Well, we love you, but you're not allowed here. <laughs> I, no. We're, we have our own illusions. <laughs> well, I the, do. Well, you know, yeah. And considering the album is actually called Use Your Illusion, use your illusion and see us in your homes and then pretend in your mind that you're here. Yeah. Because, again, you're not welcome. <laughs> we love you. Bye. <laughs> this place is only so big. <laughs> <laughs>